Hey there, everybody. Today we have a special treat for you. You get to listen to the The Figuring Out Podcast. Don't you feel special? Today we're going to talk about awesome things. And we have special guests on the show, like me and many others. Sit back, relax, and we'll figure it out together. Welcome back, everyone. Hola, muchachos y muchachas. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, for the last few episodes, Amanda's really surprised me with her intros, um, to say the least. I got to spice it up. Yeah. So tell everybody where we've been for the last two oh weeks. Oh, my goodness, guys. We've missed you so much. We've been so busy. Busy is like literally an understatement. Yeah. Um, and busy and... And a little stressful. I think we do pretty well with trying to mitigate our stress, trying to manage our stress. But the last two weeks feel stressful. Yeah. I Especially the last few days. Our son has been sick for the last few days since Saturday night. He's had a fever. Um, 105, 102, yeah. 101, 103. It's just been all over the place. Yeah, poor little guy has not been doing well. We think it's a stomach bug. He's been to the doctor. He's gotten labs drawn, and we're pretty sure it's a stomach bug. But it's unusual in the sense where he's going on a four days of having this thing, and usually stomach bugs are like a 48-hour thing. So this might be some new bug that's going around. Um, I just, it's honestly, it's just stressful because I feel like with kids, it's always something, right? They get hurt. They fall. Yeah. They're bruising. They're well, that's dislocating parenthood. shoulders. Yeah. You know? you know, my mom said that today where she was just like, a parent's life is never calm. And it, it's true. You know, once you have kids, there's a certain level of chaos that comes into your life. But it's chaos because of love, right? Because you love your kids as an extension of you. And you want the best for them. So when you see that they're not doing well, you hurt. And I know at least I do. I, I, I hate to see my children in pain. I, I do too. What do you mean <laughs> at least I do? I, I No, I didn't mean you. I mean, you know, I, don't, I can't speak for other parents out there. But, yeah. No, it breaks my heart. And, you know. It's rough. My, my baby, I can say it. He's dramatic. But. It He's hurts. a Leo like his mother. It, yes, he is. But it still hurts me to hear him, like you know, like scream in agony or like, why God me? Why help me? You know? And it's just like, I, I wish I could take away his pain and his suffering. Yeah. And there's only so much you could do. You know, we, I think we do a good job of trying to make him comfortable, you know, giving him the medicines he needs and making sure that he stays hydrated. Overall, we've done a good job. So high five to you. Letting him sleep. High, in, high five to us. Letting him sleep in our bed and me sleeping in a corner because this dude sleeps like a freaking kangaroo. <laughs> he sleeps like a kangaroo. After this, I'm going to go Google or better yet, go Stop. on YouTube and look up how kangaroos sleep. Well, I mean, like, you know, he's like a jumping jelly bean in bed. No, he to- he's topsy-turvy in a sense where he's always uh, laying in all sorts of messed up angles. Um, he doesn't. As a disclaimer, he does not sleep with us on the regular. That boy has been sleep trained since he was six months old. Um, Sleep trained, sleep trained (laughs) since he was uh, six months old, uh, which I highly recommend. We're we're working on that with our daughter, who's four months old. Four months, right? Yep, but Rick is suffering with that because I think he has a little bit more soft spot for Sophia since she's a girl. That's just, you know, I I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know what it is. I 
her cry just breaks my heart. So when she and let me tell you, when this girl goes to sleep, she fights her sleep and she literally cries like somebody's stabbing her. And and it's <laughs> gut wrenching to and hear. And I as told a you to let her cry today. Yeah. And you listened to me and guess who went to sleep on her own? You're right. And it was a, a good feeling afterwards because going through that was rough. It's so funny because I as she was screaming, I literally looked at her and I said, You stop it right now. This is not my first time as a parent. You're not my first kid. And she's really? Just like, you had a pep talk with your daughter? She's just like looking at me like. Oh, and there goes oh, our no. son. You want to go uh, soothe him real quick while I open this bottle of wine that we yeah. are probably going to really want to get into? Yeah. I'll go on a monologue while you do this. So you guys can see and, and hear these podcasts aren't edited after the fact. We don't cut anything out. They're as raw and authentic as they get. So I'm not sure if you can hear Noah crying. Um, you could probably pick up the microphones, probably pick up a little bit of it. But this has literally been the last four to five days. Um, it, it's been hard, um, especially since we're used to our son sleeping through the night. And our daughter's been pretty good at sleeping through the night. So now it's been him waking up screaming. And then he wakes up the baby. And it's just it's been really really uh chaotic uh to say the least um but nonetheless i'm excited to open up a bottle of red wine because um and this in in particular is one of amanda's favorite a cabernet sauvignon um amanda's a red wine person I'm, i'm a red wine guy myself um but obviously she was pregnant uh at least four months ago she was pregnant um, and she's been breastfeeding ever since. So her wine intake has been zero. So she's going to be pumping and dumping. Um, so we're going to enjoy ourselves uh, some Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, this is a young wine in 19 from Tamarack Cellars in uh, the Columbia Valley in Oregon, I believe. Is it Oregon? I got to, I'm double checking. It's either Oregon or Washington State. Founded in 1998, the Walla Walla Valley Tamarack Cellars helped forge what was to become one of the Northwest's premier wine-growing regions. The winery is named for the Tamarack Tree, which is a symbol for the land on which the grapes are grown, an emblem of the adventure spirit and vision to make world-class wine in this unspoiled part of America. Which really doesn't tell me where this wine is from. Walla Walla, Washington. I knew it was either Washington or Oregon. Um, Amanda's back. I'm babe, back, babe. I was just telling. Well, before I, well, let me just tell you what I was telling them. Wait, I was I just have, before we go into speaking about wine. He has like chills. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, how's he doing? He has cold sweats. Yeah. How about? Did you check his temp? I just changed his PJs. He did was, you check his temp? No, I didn't check. Why? His temp. Oh, because he, he sweated out his PJs. Hot. He sweated out he's his PJs. Cold, but he's he has like chills, like cold chills. And so, so I had he to sweated ch- out his yes, PJs. Yes, he sweated out his PJs. I just changed for like his the shirt. third or fourth time. I changed his shirt. My poor baby, man. I just want him to feel better. So tell me about this wine. Well, I was just telling people that the last few days have been chaotic. Bef- and before that, I, I just said I don't know if you guys can pick up if the microphones pick up Noah's crying in the background, but that's just proof and evidence that this podcast is not edited, edited. It's raw and authentic, as raw and authentic as it can get, right? This is a glimpse into our lives, our realistic lives. Again, I, I not to echo or repeat myself from earlier podcasts, but we really intend, one of our goals, besides having fun with each other and doing this, and that sounds a little weird, um, but besides having uh, enjoying our time together while doing this podcast, we really hope that in shedding 
a light into our lives that we are able to help give back in some way, in some capacity. And that's why we give tips and tricks and let you guys know how we're managing, how we are figuring it out. Right. right? We go through real life ish, you know? So. Right. You know, because uh, it's easy to listen to others out there that haven't gone through it. But trust me, people, we go through it just like everybody else. Yeah. And on that note, I was telling them about opening this bottle of wine because Ooh. I said four months ago you were pregnant and then since then you've been breastfeeding. So red wine, although you like it very much, has not been on your uh, intake um, or it's not been part of your um, your diet, so to speak. So. It's so crazy because I've come such a long way. I went from sweet wines only, Bartonera, Roscato. I remember when you didn't even like alcohol. I still don't. But I could tolerate it a little bit more. I have a feeling this is going to be nice, even though it's a young, relatively young wine from 19. Man, I guess that was almost, yeah, it's a young vintage, I guess, three so, years old. So I guess we can talk about the wine and where we get it from, right? Oh, yeah. You want to give them a shout out? Yeah. So I... We, we don't get paid for this, by the way. I found this uh, wine subscription, and they're called Vignes, and... You can literally pick how many reds you want them to send you, how often you want them to send you it. So we get it like what, every two to three months? Yeah, and for context, we both like wine, but we're not big drinkers. Um, neither one of us. And and I have a nice whiskey selection. We have a beautiful French wine rack on our in our dining room. Um, so we like to keep that full, and that's where the subscription comes in because we probably consume maybe – in those two to three month gaps, we maybe consume two to three bottles, right? If that. Yeah, that's true. But it's also nice to have when we have guests over. We could be yeah. like, you know, take your choice. What, what do you want to drink? Yeah, and, and take my word for it in the sense where I'm not a big fan of subscription models. Um, and at first, I wasn't a fan of this. When Amanda told me we were getting a, a wine subscription, I was like, what the fuck? Why? Um, but admittedly, I like it because it keeps our wine rack full. And beyond that, I like it because they actually send us legit wines. They send us wines from all over the world. We get Malbecs from Argentina. We get Cabernets from uh, Washington State. Uh, we get Pinot Noirs from California. We get uh, Bordeaux from France. We've gotten multiple Chianos. Chardonnay. Uh, Chardonnay from uh, France. Um, we've got Pinot Grigio from Italy. You know, we've gotten all sorts of wine from all over the world. And I got to say, there hasn't been a wine that I have not enjoyed. Even your father has enjoyed some of these wines, honestly. Yeah, and he's picky. You didn't like Wince. What's Wince? Wince was the one that was rebottled here. Oh, yeah. I felt like that was just a fucking scam. That was a marketing ploy. So tell them about that. When I realized, so man, I totally forgot about that subscription. That was a subscription you had before That's the this. one why you were so disappointed when I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to try this Yeah, again. because it was like they would buy barrels and rebottle it in the States. So yeah. they'd buy a barrel of, say, French Chardonnay, rebottle it in the United States, and then sell it like it's French Chardonnay. It's like, yeah, it is, but you're charging me a premium for rebottled wine. You know, like I want a, a wine that's been aged in that bottle since it's vintage. Yeah. So I found this one and I actually, when you have a chance, I'd like for you to look at the website because I feel like I want you to customize it a little bit better. Sure. Oh, guys, you have no idea how happy I am about this. Oh, it smells so good. I can smell the grapes. Sorry, I'm taking a second to whiff it in. And uh, it does smell great. I mean, this the cork. doesn't mean Did that you smell I'm the cork? done breastfeeding. Did I'm you smell the cork? Not. 
So that's kind of, uh, for those that don't know, and this is something that I've learned, I'm relatively new to wines. Um, you know, often when you open up a bottle of wine, in a, particularly in a restaurant, or when the restaurant opens up a bottle of wine for you, they'll either give you the cork or a small pour significantly less than what I poured myself. And, you know, it's for you to uh, essentially smell to see if it's sour, um, see if it smells right to your, to your nose, and then give it a, a good taste test. And they won't pour you the rest of that bottle uh, or even your a full glass until you until kind of you give them get that nod. approval, yeah. Which is awesome. This smells so good. It smells like grape. The cork. I am so rude. I took a sip without cheering. But I guess if we were in a restaurant We would have definitely cheered. No, I would have I would have I would have done that taste and then we would have toast oh, he would have poured my glass, so cheers to you. Cheers to us. Cheers to us. Cheers to To this. you guys. Hectic week. Yeah, and cheers to everybody out there that's going through it, right? Cheers to um, this fog. You know, guys, stay safe. There's like this smog going on now yeah. from the Canada forest fires. So we're recording this on, what's today, June 7th? Is today June 7th? I don't even know. Yeah, today's Wednesday, June 7th. The uh, the greater New York City area has literally surpassed all of these other uh, places like the Sahara, Dubai, etc., places that have like sandstorms and bad air quality. We've surpassed that with this, uh, I don't know what you would call this, this smog that has overcome the state of New York from Canada. Um, and I think several northeastern states are dealing with this. Um, but I got to say, it's pretty bad. And we live about an hour and a half north of Manhattan north of new york city and it's bad outside like there's visible smog and you can literally sm- it smells like things are burning um so it's pretty wild to think that this smog has traveled from canada and what's weird to me and you you alluded to this earlier is why is new york city worse than we are you know we're technically excuse me we're technically closer to canada but new york city somehow has a has it worse i mean it literally is like sepia colored yeah down there and uh, it's crazy because it reminds me of California in a way. Mm. Like how when you're driving away from L.A., you see that orange smog. Oh, yeah. It's funny. I can speak to that because last year, at some point last year and last year in the spring, I literally flew, or I shouldn't say flew, I drove from L.A. to San Diego. And as I'm driving, I think it was the 405, as I'm on the 405 and I'm looking in my rear view, you can literally see the smog that you're leaving yeah, behind. Yeah, it's crazy. This weather reminds me of my uh, childhood trip to Portugal. Um, Portugal was renowned for wildfires. Uh, or I shouldn't say renowned, but, you know. They still get them. They still get them but pretty August bad. August is not here yet. Yeah, they still get it. It still happens uh, pretty rampant in Portugal. But I remember, you know, vividly when I was a child visiting, you know, everywhere you went, it smelled like it was burning and you would see the smog in the air. It's so crazy because today at work, Daniela was like, I'm used to the smell. And they looked at her like, oh, okay. And she was like, no, literally, like in Portugal, where I live, outside my house is like one of those factories that sell wood. Oh, wow. And they're constantly burning the wood. And she's like, and this is exactly what it smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I'm, feel like we need to have Daniela on the episode. I'm always talking about Daniela. You know what's funny? 
I was just thinking before we got into this episode where we were listening to the, or no, it was when we were listening to the intro with our son saying, and we'll have special guests on the on the show, like me and many others. We did admittedly do an episode with Noah, but we never published it because it was it was really bad. Um, it was like a 25-minute <laughs> span of him, of us constantly tr- like redirecting him. Um, it, was, it was brutal. I didn't want and to put it out there. And he was being so silly. He was being extra silly, which... Gave me Ajita, and he Be- was lying. <laughs> and he was lying, which that's the, that's it's the very we, unlike him. That's the clip we posted where he's like, "I play, I like to play. My favorite game is Call of Duty." And I'm yeah. like, "We don't, you, we don't let you play Call of Duty." Like he didn't even know what Call of Duty was really. He just heard about it in conversation somehow. Um, but the point that I'm driving at or getting at is, we need to have special guests on the show. And admittedly, our chaotic life has not. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses, but we just haven't prioritized, and it's something I want to revisit with you soon, um, because it's admittedly a lot easier to do this. What Amanda and I do, as far as his podcast is concerned, is I literally will tell her, hey, it's Tuesday, do you want to do a podcast? Or, hey, it's Wednesday, do you want to do a podcast? And we kind of do it on, on by the seat of our pants. Because we live such busy lifestyles, it, our lifestyle just supports that. Um, so if we had to have guests on the show, we would have to schedule far out, we would have to coordinate, you know, for us late business days or during the week after 8 p.m. after our kids are down just is easier for us to record in peace you said seat of your pants i thought of hamilton isn't that what they say he's penniless flying by the seat of his pants yeah you're flying by the seat of your pants when you're just gonna you're you're, you're. shout out to hamilton yeah, for those that don't know. See, Amanda doesn't know these colloquialisms and sayings and phrases, but she knows Hamilton. I know a lot of colloquialisms. Don't try to play me. I just don't know beating the cart before the horse or whatever. Putting the cart before yeah, the horse. Yeah, that. Yeah. I mix that with beating a dead horse jumping with a stick. Jumping the gun? Yes, I know jumping the gun. Like you're getting ahead of yourself. Yes, don't play me, bruh. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. We not pulling out the iPad, sir. Oh, don't don't mind me. Are you serious? You're pulling up colloquialisms. I just want to see if there's a list of colloquialisms, and I want you to tell me. You if You just know want to have an not. episode to make fun of me of all the colloquialisms I don't know. No. Yeah. Shame on you. You're supposed to bring your partner up, not bring her down. Do you know any others? Do you know any medical jargon? Because I can pull those. Oh up. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You Two CC stat, please. You, you know, you only know that because of me. No, I know that because of medical shows that I don't watch. Yeah, like New Amsterdam. Exactly. Don't watch. You used we wa- to watch. We, we, it we saw with a few. Ep- we saw a few episodes, and then we kind of see. The, everyone always asks me, "Oh, Rick, do you then see spoiler the- alert alert uh, alert spoiler alert? The wife died, and we're like, we're not watching this shit anymore." Yeah, it got boring after that. <laughs> no, it didn't get boring. It was just a tearjerker, and admittedly, you cried. Like I seen your eyes get all watery. No, bro. Yes, it did. Anyways, what I was getting at is people Men ask me all own the time. Up to their feelings. People ask me all the time, have you seen X? Have you seen Y? Have you seen Z? And I'm just like, no, no, no. I don't watch that much TV. When I tell you guys that we live a very busy lifestyle, I am not kidding. Most times we don't even have time for our individual selves because it, during the day we have our careers and then we have other things that I can't talk about that we work on. Um, and then we spend time with our kids, and then we work on this podcast. And by the way, there will be a few new podcasts um, that are coming out, one that I will be doing and producing with a dear friend of mine, and another one for the project that I'm working on uh, for work, for my day job, if you will, uh, my career. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'll, I'll 
I'm excited to talk to you guys about that. Um, don't worry, this podcast will continue. Its legacy will go on. As Amanda was worried, <laughs> Amanda was so worried. She's like, "You're launching to a new podcast. What about our podcast? I guess that doesn't matter anymore." And I was like, uh, "No, relax. We will absolutely still do our podcast, but um, my." The one that I'll be doing for work will be done during work hours mainly. Um, Dope. I didn't know that. Good. Yeah, that's what I'm planning on at least. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He uh, said. (laughs) And then um, the the second one I really can't talk uh, too much about, but it's going to be... It's going to be cool. It's going to be based on the food industry. I'm very, very excited. It's going to be huge. (laughs) Where's that from? It's gonna be huge. Are you? Uh, yeah, let's move on. I don't want to get political here. <laughs> oh man, that was good. That was good. How's the wine? Uh, almost gone. Mm. Red ketchup, bruh. I like sipping on reds. Mm. Um, I do too, but I've been sipping on it, and you've been talking. Yeah. So I wish I had a cigar to light up with this. No. One day, and I was going to do it in this house, so the the room we typically shoot our podcast in is my home office, and in, in this home office, I have the couch that we obviously sit on, I have my desk with my multiple monitors, and then I have a, like, what is it, what would you say that is, a 75-inch TV? I think, 75, 80-inch? And then we have the baby grand. Um, I was originally, and I installed a nice sliding barnwood door in here, so it's, it's a pretty cool space. It's um, slowly being taken over by Sophia. I don't know if you noticed. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm evicting her. Uh, <laughs> I'm evicting her jumperoo. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that as I was setting up for today. There's a mamaroo in here. There's a jumperoo, and then there's her. There's Noah's old um car seat seat. because we upgraded him and promoted him to a booster seat which he felt very proud about he he's officially a big boy in his own eyes um he likes to click his own seatbelt he loves putting on his own seatbelt his favorite thing is taking off that seatbelt because he hits that ejecto seato button and (laughs) ejecto seato (laughs) cuz but yeah as i was getting ready for the podcast i look around i'm like there's baby shit everywhere you know and that's something i don't necessarily miss about the baby age don't get me wrong I love the baby age, and I even was telling Amanda this the other day, where it's like it goes by so quick, right? And I'm savoring every moment. But the baby shit everywhere, man, that shit gets old real fast. We have to open her high chair soon because she's going to... Oh, yeah, we didn't even start. We didn't even do that. But it's like you go to our living room, there's a playpen, there's a... a a bouncer. You, a bouncer. There's, There's a, a swing. swing. Uh, then you have Noah's toys in the corner. And then you have Noah's toys in the corner. And then you go to the kitchen, and right now there's just a, a folded stroller in there that I was using for our walk the other day. Then you come in the, into this office space, and there's a jumperoo. There's a mamaroo. There's a baby seat. It's like there's just kitchen everywhere. <laughs> it aggravates the shit out of me. It really does. Because, you know, is that our son? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Sorry, everyone. Um, anyways, I don't think so. It's one of those things like, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't trade being a parent for anything. I love my kids. But it, it, I think back to when we had our first apartment, our first one bedroom. It's like that felt so big and spacious to us because we didn't have any of this baby shit. Now we're literally in a home like, I don't know, three to five times the size, yeah. would you say, of that apartment? Yeah, and it's filled with... Well, I literally said to you, I wish I had like a a bin just to put Noah's like school gifts to people for Valentine's Day and Christmas. And there's just, just you get over as and 
comment in the or comment below if you guys are parents and you can relate. But our house has been overwhelmed with kid shit. There's kid shit everywhere. Beyond the stuff that I mentioned earlier, the stuff in the living room, the stuff in my office. Each kid has their own room, by the way. Sophia has her own room. Noah has his own room. And there's still kid stuff everywhere. I'll find one of Noah's toys downstairs. I'll find one of Noah's toys in my room. I'll find one of Sophia's uh, socks randomly somewhere (laughs) else. It just manages to get everywhere. And the funny thing is, you go to our basement or you go to our attic, there's even more kid stuff. You go to our kitchen, and of course, there's a bottle warmer. There's a sterilizer. There's It's just I miss my clean counters. I miss our I miss like clean our minimalistic. Home. Like, I miss our minimalistic home. Ugh, yeah. Is it too early to kick out the kids? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh man! For all the Karens out there that are about to call CPS. <laughs> oh man, it's so crazy because. Just trying to keep up with them, their lifestyle, their eating habits. And I know Sophia's going to be eating solids soon. Yeah, that's scary. It, not only is it scary because it means time is going by quickly, but I will say I feel like we've savored the moments really well. Um, I think that's something you learn as being second-time parents is like, okay, if this goes by really quick, savor these moments. Because when you're an early when you're a parent for the first time, I feel like you take it for granted. You know, you're just, you're so into the day to day that you lose track of time and you don't really get to savor those moments. But with the second kid, you know what that experience is like. You know, time is going by quickly. You know that before you know, you're going to have a five-year-old or soon to be. So I I think we've done a better job at, at savoring those moments. Yeah. It's, it's still scary to me how big she is. But beyond that is... Makes me sad. Feeding her solids is work. It's even more work than what we're doing now. Because now she either gets breast milk or gets supplemented with formula, right? Like Amanda's having a glass of wine, so she's going to pump and dump and she's going to have formula. Um, and for all those Karens out there, just shut the fuck up. Because um, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. But beyond that, preparing food for a baby that eats solids it, it's time consuming. What are it we going to do? We haven't talked about this. What are we going to do? Because with Noah, you were like... And at this time, you were still home with Noah. Um, I'll have to meal prep, to be honest. And and I think it's even more pressure on me because of the fact that I breastfeed. Because she still gets a bottle. Why don't we just buy organic baby food? Because we, we did that in the latter parts of... Do you remember? With Noah, we started... It was, it was the to-go kind of thing. Because no, we but with Noah, we started making his own food where we were buying organic fruits and veggies and you were blending it all. But by the end, I remember I was going to Whole Foods like twice a week buying organic baby food in the jars. And then that switched to the pouches. Do you remember? Very vaguely. I remember that I was very strict on making his food. In the beginning you were. Um, By the end, we were buying it. So I'd, I'd like to do the same for her. I'd like to make it in the beginning. Why? Because it's... It's near and dear to me. It's an experience. You don't have the time, Amanda. I do have the time. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. How much you want to bet? Guys, let's see how long episode, like how many episodes it takes before I actually cave in. Amanda, I give you one week from the time you start making that food till you quit. Fine. For the simple reason, you can buy organic, certified organic baby food just as good as what you're going to make. Sometimes that's a lie. What's a lie? The that certification. You buy surf- no, I'm and not talking honestly, about. I'm not talking by, about buying the shit at Stop and Shop. I'm talking about going to Adams and honestly, or going to Whole Foods and I'm buying certified be, organic baby food. I have breastfed and have become economically frugal when it comes to 
feeding her and buying formula. It saved us a lot of money. Yeah, I get so that. I and I'm frugal like just too. Buying the carrots in a bundle, you know, it's gonna You have be to think cheaper. about the amount of time it will take. You are in school. That is an investment. You are work you are a working professional. You where are you gonna find the free time? Can I just try? You can. I'm just asking you to I keep an open mind. I can't knock it until I try it. All right. Well, don't expect me to do it. Well, you have to do it with me sometimes. I will feed her. You I don't have do the time. For I don't have the time for Hunter. Yeah, when he used to get his whole diarrhea thing, you used to make him his whole pasta. I, and stuff no, like I used that. to boil him some rice. I don't have, and I hated doing that. And now we don't even have Hunter in this house anymore. And I don't even want to talk about that. Um, point is, we don't have the time. If you want to try it, I support you. We don't have the time, but I support you. But you're going to quit. Wow. But I support you. Such great confidence in me. No, I support you, but I know you're going to come to the realization sooner than later. You know what? When it comes to these things, like me wanting to breastfeed, thank you. Me wanting to breastfeed, me wanting to make the whole organic meals for our daughter. It's literally like me forcing an Oreo down your throat. You're going to quit. You're going to quit. You're going to quit. So, you got to give context to the Oreo comment. So, Rick has been dieting or eating healthy. Yeah, so I, I'm trying not to I hate the word look diet. at it as a diet because yeah. diets are temporary. I'm looking at it as a mental lifestyle are change. You gave me a little bit. Then drink the wine. <laughs> Anyways, so I get mad sometimes because. I can, you know, eat healthy, but every once in a while I want an Oreo. And Rick goes... Amanda does not eat healthy. Rick goes cold turkey and he won't have an Oreo. And it makes me literally want to shove an Oreo down his throat. And she's done this. She's done this about just over a year (laughs) ago. No, this was a few years ago when I was doing keto. Can you not? This was over three years ago. I was doing keto. I was shedding the pounds. I was doing so well. And she literally shoved a fucking Oreo down my throat. That's how petty she was. She literally said, well, I'm not dieting. Eat a fucking Oreo and shove it down my throat. Hey, misery loves company. <laughs> Yo, for real. And why? Let's talk about that, uh, shall we? Let's get therapeutic. No, no therapeutic. I need why is it so more. hard for you to eat healthy? It, and the funny thing is, you've seen how this has evolved with, if we're sp- speaking candidly and openly here, you used to be able to eat health, or I'm sorry, not eat healthy. You used to be able to eat all the shit you wanted and nothing would affect you, right? It's when I had kids. It ruined my body. <laughs> but now I think you're starting to realize that you are what you eat, right? Your food is going to affect your energy levels. Your intake is going to affect your energy levels. It's going to affect everything. Can I tell you something? I eat. I'm, I'm not a binger. Like, but I eat sweets. Like I could down a whole bag of Sour Patch Kids. And it's just like I do that because of stress and sour, so sour patch kids make me happy. You know, it release endorphins, but it's so bad for you because you feel like crap afterwards. I can speak to that. I totally get it because, I, you know, I came to the realization and it's taken me years. My weight is something that I've struggled with my whole adult life, my whole life. Um, and I've come to the realization uh, probably a few weeks ago, and I, I've had a few conversations with uh, friends about this. Um, I was addicted, and I I like to think that I'm not anymore and I'm working my way out of that, but I realize now that I was addicted to the feeling that food gave me. 
this feeling of comfort, this feeling of happiness, this feeling of goodness, right? Uh, I think that's that re- that's reminiscent or resonates with what you're yeah. saying. It gives we, you just that comfort, that so, calm, that here you go. That, how's that any different than being addicted to a drug? It's not, honestly. So you're addicted to sugar, which is what I was addicted to in different ways. And this is why I hate sugar with a passion. Um, and this is why I give myself kudos in the sense where I drink my coffee black. I have for years. Um, oh, I can't do that. But I, Fine. I can, instead of putting like three or four tablespoons, I can do like two. There's but alternatives. I need it to like taste like. There's alternatives. You can use agave. All I'm inviting well, you to do raw organic cane sugar. Yeah, and that's better. And limit the quantity to your point is better. Um I don't buy But ultimately sugar. I wanna cut out all artificial sugars, all sugars, period, out of our home food library. I want it to be all natural. So the only sugar That's how it was for our kid. I was very strict with what he ate. I no, did and not I, I let don't mean him our eat. kids. I mean our whole household, including you and me. I know, but that's how it started with our son. So let's do it for the whole family. I didn't let him have what he calls rainbow cereal. There was no Fruity Pebbles. There was no tricks. He still doesn't eat any of that. He only knows it from being to other people's houses. I found organic, the Cocadian or whatever, the Fruit Loops that they have, the organic ones, mm-hmm. and... Now he doesn't even want to touch it because every once in a while he'll be like, I want the rainbow cereal. But when I gave him that, it it wasn't as appealing. So he doesn't want it anymore. But it, it it's frustrating because he sees other kids eat things and he wants it. And it's just like, I say no and you say yes. And your parents give it to him behind our backs. Well, we, so- we could do... And we, we've done a decent job at explaining to him why, right? Having that conversation goes a long way. So we explain to our kids that X, Y, Z foods aren't good for you. They're actually bad for you. They're actually harmful for you. This is what they do to you. And as he gets older, I think he will develop a better understanding, right? Especially as he gets older and he sees that there's this thing called fat and fat people. And again, you know, the Karen's sue me. Um, you know, for those <laughs> that, that is up with that, you and the Karens today, because there's going to be someone listening that's like, "You offended fat people." It's like, "Fuck you, I'm fat too. I'm working on it." <laughs> um, you know, it's like, go oh, munch on some Cheetos, um, Ricardo. But point is, he's going to grow up and he's going to see fat kids and he's going to be like, "Oh, that's why they didn't want me to eat that third hot dog, or that's why they didn't want me to eat that uh, nerds." A candy, or that's why they don't you know want me to eat that crazy? sugary cereal. He said to me one time, he said, "Mama ate the bad food today, but tomorrow I won't eat it." Okay, it's just I'm I proud want. Of him. He said, "I want it today, though." I'm gonna tell you, proud I want it today, but and then tomorrow, the next day, he was like, "Can I have frozen yogurt?" And I'm like, "No." So coming back to this food journey that I'm on, I've been on this for three or four weeks now. I've lost five pounds, at least as of a few days ago. Um, so I'm taking it slow, but it, I'm I'm staying consistent, and I'm proud of myself because it's been a month, of, uh, or almost a month. Um, you know what's crazy? Because that you're I, not doing this with me. I buy the stuff that you I buy. Need what to stuff? Get. Like I bought yogurt for myself, right? Oh, and oh I, I had bought, some. I brought granola for myself. I had some of that too. You had my yogurt. Yeah, the vanilla one. Mm-hmm. No, the plain one. That's your yogurt. I bought myself See? vanilla. She had to buy herself the flavored vanilla with sugar. Because I'm not like you who can't like eat. Make a like- sacrifice. You know what's really difficult is living in a household where you're trying to eat clean and healthy and there's someone else eating shit 
around you. You drink shit, you eat shit. You drink sh- juices, you eat candy, you buy shit with sugar. You it's know what's really, crazy? It's really, you make it that much more challenging for me, You know honestly. what's crazy is that we never used to have sugar, like drinks, sodas in our house. It's when I became pregnant that I craved all those okay, things. Okay, but you're not pregnant anymore. And kind of brought it back into the house. I need you so, to realize like that you, you have said, an addiction, like I did. It's like a drug. Okay? So wh- how can I help you enter this journey with me? There's only one way to do it, in my opinion. And for those that have other opinions, by all means, drop them in the comments. We need to stop buying stuff. You need to go cold turkey. You need to say to yourself, I'm going to eat healthy as of this point forward. But I can't do that if there's food in the house that I like. So throw it out. That's such a waste. Do you know how many people are starving out there? Amanda, that's like a heroin addict saying, I'm not going to throw out that syringe. That's such a waste. That's what you sound like. That's what I used to sound like. So what is it going to take for me to have you join this health journey with me? Well, we actually have to eat appealing foods. Like, fine, I like salads. I love avocado. Give me something with avocado in it. Uh, Don't start talking to me about no fish. Don't start talking to me about no turkey. Don't like I Mendo, it has you can to eat be chicken. Appealing you can food. eat chicken. Apparently you can eat chicken. this stuff you're sending me, chicken is bad. So it's I, like I didn't send you anything that said chicken was yeah, bad. Yeah, so start with d- eliminate chicken from your diet. Eat no, salmon. I did not send I did not send you anything. Yes, that, that guy. He said you need to insert more fruits and veggies into your life. Oh, I didn't listen to that part. Um so what I've been eating like has the been the type of oils and the type of flowers. Fruits, veggies, chicken. I've been eating some lean beef, um, turkey, um, lean, very lean, uh, high-quality pork, um, but mainly chicken is what I've been eating. Um, I, and I love sushi, so I've been eating a good amount of that, too. Um, but it's not hard. You can I find joy. Rice. You can find joy in healthy foods. What you need to do is realize that you're addicted to the way food makes you feel. I'm and Spanish, okay. bro. I like rice. It's okay to like rice. Eat more brown rice. Eat less of it. So eat the stuff with no seasoning. No, Meanwhile, I didn't that's say no what seasoning. My culture is all about seasoning. You can put salt and pepper and whatever you want on that shit. Put a double on it. I don't care. The seasoning isn't the problem. Carbs and sugar are the problems. And carbs are sugars, as you well know. Rice is carbs. Exactly. That's why I just said limit it. Okay. I only eat rice when I'm eating sushi. And I try to stick to brown rice. Okay. So what is it going to take for you to start this journey with me? Because I promise you, it's a lot easier when we do it in tandem. It's a lot easier when we do it when we're side by side. It's a lot easier when I'm eating clean with you and vice versa. When I say, damn, I really want that ice cream. And you say, no, baby, let's have a slice of fruit instead. So no apple juice? No apple juice. I thought apple juice was good. No, Italian sugar. Stop. Everybody says apple juice is good. Why do they give it to kids? Especially at the rate that you consume it. That's not true. I don't have a cup all the time. You drink apple juice every single day. That's not true either. Every single day. That's not true. When was the last time you drank apple juice? Well, obviously, I just had it for dinner, but I didn't have it yesterday or the day before yesterday. We had that big jug, and it lasted us for a long time. That's the second jug, and it lasted us maybe a week, maybe two tops. No, it lasted us a long time, and I was pretty proud of myself because the first one went by like this. You're being very defensive on this topic. Uh, very defensive on this topic. 
I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to keep going. And it's up to you whether you want to join me or not. Okay, and then I'll secretly shove an Oreo down your throat. It's okay. <laughs> said oh, it's so, okay. But seriously, I'm going to keep going. I'm dedicated. I'm going to stay consistent with this because I realize I've accomplished, and this isn't me tuning my own horn, but I've accomplished so much in my life. I'm only 30 years old. I've accomplished a lot of things. I'm beyond where I wanted to be in my career. I'm beyond where I wanted to be with my housing status. I'm beyond where I wanted to be with my family status. I've accomplished all of these remarkable things, but I haven't been able to accomplish the body that I want, the image that I want. And don't get me wrong. I'm not interested in being a bodybuilder. I'm not interested in having a six-pack. I I just, it ain't for me. I am interested in being healthy. I'm interested in being at a healthy weight. So, I need to do this for me. I need to prove to myself that I can do whatever I set my mind to and that if I want something and if I want it bad enough, I can achieve it. See, but now I feel guilty. That's your problem. Oh, excuse me. Don't be rude. I'm not being rude, Amanda. I'm sharing to you how I feel. I feel guilty because I want to go on this journey with you. Yeah. It's not for you to be like, well, that's your problem. That's such so an asshole gu- statement. What do you feel? Well, maybe I got to be a bit of a dick for you to realize that you're not being serious with this and your health is at risk. And I got to say, you look great considering all of the shit you consume. If you had my metabolism, you'd be 400 pounds. <laughs> Jesus. I don't eat that much, Ricardo. You eat a shit ton of sugar. I barely eat. A shit ton of sugar. I barely eat. You barely eat food. Sugar probably makes up three quarters of your diet. That's not true. At least a half. I'll tell you today what I ate. Sugar. In the morning, I didn't really have anything. I didn't even have coffee. Then I got to work. For I had some water from my gallon of water. Then for lunch, I had a shrimp scampi pizza. Pizza. Dough. Carbs. Anyways, a shrimp scampi pizza. And then... Forget it. We're not going to have this conversation. Why? Does it get worse? What did you have after? I had a Welch grape soda because that's hard to find. Pizza and grape soda. How healthy. And that's my weakness. And then I had some Sour Patch Kids that were in my car. So am I right? And then I knocked out and I woke up to like orange skies and I thought I was going to die because I slept in my car. And then I came back and I had some water and then you told me you had to take Noah to the hospital. And so I rushed home. So. Uh, Sounds like I'm right. Nope. So is this it? Is this the day that you're going to start this journey with me? Like, look, we can splurge a little bit. We're having wine. This is not my version of splurging. Well, this has sugars in it, right? So we're having some wine tonight. So tomorrow we don't. Um, you know, I'm literally going to go into the pantry after this and eat every sugar there is in the tomorrow cocoa. That's not how this works. <laughs> not how this works at all. I'm gonna Can drink you do this with me? All the apple juice tonight. Can you do this with me? How about we go flush it all down the toilet? No. <laughs> Noah's up. I know. You cannot. Go, go ahead. I'll go on another monologue no. real quick. Think he's quiet. The, to those of you listening, you can only imagine how difficult this is for me. Trying to eat healthy when she doesn't want to eat healthy and she's going to continue eating her shitty junk food. You're making me sweat with this conversation. Because you feel guilty. No, because... Why can't we just do this together? 
What is it that you want me to do? Eat healthy with me. Okay, what the fuck do you want me to eat? I ju- we just went through this. You're scapegoating right now. You're deterring the conversation. We had tacos for dinner. Yeah, that was pretty healthy. I'm asking you not to eat junk food. Okay, I won't eat junk food. Buy healthier alternatives. Okay, I'll buy healthier. Don't eat sugar. You cannot tell me not to eat sugar at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. You want to have some fruit with me after this? No. You have boring fruit, too. Pineapple's delicious. Cut home by home. I mean, cut my, by myself. Cut home by home. <laughs> uh, I like kiwis. All right, she's not going to do this. I'll give you guys an update next week. Green grapes. Um, If if she decides to partake even a little bit. Oh, gosh. On that note, we're going to go deal with our crying child who is uh, probably running a fever again, so we got to go give him some meds. Actually, he's not due for meds yet, Um, but we're going to go spend some more time with our boy. Your prayers and and, uh, well wishes are well received. Any last words? Please pray for me in this diet. (laughs) Bye, guys. Take care, everyone.